Hey everyone, and welcome to what we are referring to as the self-isolation episode of AUSU Open Mic Podcast. I'm Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU, and uh, I've got a, a really cool guest with me, none other than your VPX, Natasha Donahue. Say hi, Natasha. Hello. Not sure if cool is the right word, though. <laughs> oh, no, definitely cool. Um Today we're going to be talking about the coronavirus and uh, wow, have we ever been, uh, you know, put into a place where, you know, we use the words like unprecedented and terms like self-isolation and social distancing, which are officially new terms. You know, coming from an AU perspective on this is what we're going to do today. And uh, Natasha and I are going to have a bit of a chat and and talk about some things that are uh, specific to AU students some things that are happening at the university uh, during during this time, and uh, maybe in some ways just to shed some light on on where students can get information. And um, in many ways, Natasha, just to kind of kick things off, uh, how are you doing during this time? You're in downtown Barhead, uh, Alberta. How are things going in your neck of the woods? Um, it's a little ominous, I have to say. Things in my daily life haven't changed a whole bunch, but there are confirmed cases in Barhead and um, I want to say maybe it didn't feel as real as it started to feel, I guess, uh, maybe a week ago. Um, that's yeah, when I, sure. you could really, yeah, you could really feel the tone change and people are definitely taking it seriously for sure. It's, it's different. It's a different world now. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, just for our listeners, uh, our head office here for AUSU is downtown Edmonton. It's, uh, it's certainly a different feel, you know, there's a, not as much traffic, you know, it's like, it just, it just has that feeling of, of emptiness. And, you know, we were joking earlier about how uh, AU students tend to use the term isolated or they feel isolated as students. And here we are now going through a period of time of isolation as a society. And I think even a week and a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, it felt um, almost like this uh, version of disbelief. Like, is this really happening? Is like, are we actually doing this? And now there's this overwhelming wave of support around this, this feeling of, okay, we've got to shut this down. And if that means that we've got to stay home, well, then we're going to do that. And uh, outside of needing toilet paper every once in a while, uh, I think for the most part, um, I think society is starting to get the hint. Would you say? I would agree. Yeah. I do think we're recording this on, on March 24th. And yesterday, the prime minister, he addressed the nation and um, he was getting, you could tell a little bit. I, I Like I said to my partner, he had to pull out his dad voice and kind of give some people some trouble who are still going out partying and, and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I see, yeah, I see society as a whole really coming together in support of, of uh, what Justin Trudeau and what um, health authorities around the globe have been saying to the public, which is, um, you know, stay home. This isn't about you. So hopefully, uh, that can, that trend continues. Yeah. And I mean, you look down in the States and not to pick on them, but you know, spring break was happening and people are out on the beaches and people are hanging out Mm -hmm. like it's nothing. And, uh, I think there was a, there was certainly a new tone that was set, uh, after that, uh, which was really about, um, everybody stay home. We need to do this as a, as a uh, collective society, as a group, uh, to do the right thing here. And, um, uh, believe me, I'm, I'm so hopeful that, uh, those types of actions that we take now are going to make this a shorter 
period of isolation. And yeah. so I'll be the first one to say, I look forward to this being over. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. To, you know, it's like, I can only do so much at, uh, at home before I start to get really bored with, uh, you know, that feeling of being closed in. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're like the rest of us and, uh, are, and definitely would be happy for this to be, uh, soon over and, and we'll have to see what happens over the, the coming weeks slash months. Absolutely. To maybe to kick things off here, let's maybe have a conversation about where students can find information, Natasha. I know specifically uh, uh, AU has a site that's dedicated to this. Uh, why don't I hand that over to you? And then we can just talk a little bit about what's located in there, where information could be found, and just pass that along to our students. Yeah, so uh, Appalachian University has a, uh, a dedicated website to the coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, and you can actually access that website just by going to the main Athabasca University website and, and clicking on the link at the top um, in the banner. And, and that um, COVID-19 website has some resources for learners around uh, what the university itself is looking at, ways to get into contact with the university, depending on what um, it is that you need, as well as some more broadly uh, in, avail- available information, such as health information, um, and then some different questions or answers, sorry, to questions about uh, how this might impact students and what they may be facing in the uh, coming months. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thumbing through that site right now. And I mean, they've got a really, really great site here, not only just for a quick reference for course extensions and exam uh, extensions or rebooking, you know, everything from, um, you know, needing to address issues around convocation or uh, prerequisites and stuff. So um, there is no doubt that they've done a good job of the, uh, the FAQ and really looking at everything from what precautions students should take. Um, what can I do if my studies are directly affected? I'm a graduate student. Who can I contact for help? Uh, what do I need to do if there's a course extension? So uh, I, I really think that this is a great uh, stop for all AU students. I also want to throw out there that within our AUSU website, which is AUSU.org. So on the AUSU website, uh, what you're going to find there is a great one-stop shop for all of the links. So what we've developed on our own website, if needed, is... Number one, you're going to be able to link into the uh, Athabasca University website. There's also going to be a link to more federal uh, type information. Uh, there's also going to be information straight from the provinces across Canada. And uh, from there, depending on where you live, I highly encourage you to go and check those links out uh, for complete information about uh, the coronavirus. And, and in many ways, as the student union, we certainly don't want to be uh, the source of information, but we definitely want to make sure that we're directing people in a in a wayfinding type of method just to ensure that students are getting the information when they need it. So definitely check those out. The other thing that I want to highlight too is that AU has created an email uh, and that email is covid at athabascau.ca for all information related to the coronavirus and anything that might be affecting your studies, they highly recommend uh, sending direct inquiries and questions or comments 
through to that email. And again, the email that you're going to be sending it to is going to be COVID, C-O-V-I-D at AthabascaU.ca. So we definitely want to highlight that for uh, for students as well. So Natasha, let's also maybe address, um, you know, what can AU students do now or in the coming days to best prepare for uh, not only what's happening now, but also what lies ahead? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's hard to say what we could do to prepare just because things are really uncertain. It's hard to know what things are going to look like even in two weeks. But I think that keeping up to date with what's going on, uh, what governments are doing, what measures they're taking, um, as well as how we are handling our healthcare resources. So just, just staying aware of the situation, not only in Canada, but um, for myself, I also think staying aware of what's going on t- with our neighboring countries is important as well. And then also making sure you are assessing your own mental health and your own stress levels, especially if you're caring for others. I think that is a way we can be prepared just so that we're healthy enough to continue on with our lives as we kind of determine what the new normal is. It's it's hard to say looking like months and months down the road because I don't think anybody knows what life is going to look like months down the road right now. Yeah, for sure. I think really just staying up to date, but also managing your ability to be engaged with this topic. Uh, so maybe that means turning off your social media if you feel that it's becoming overwhelming or structuring your day so that you have some outdoor exercise or something that will take your mind off of what's going on, um, but also promote health. I think those are all really solid ways to stay prepared. Yeah, it's crazy how something as simple as uh, going outside and getting some fresh air, you know, kind of helps with that mental health side of things. And, you know, speaking of, you know, as an AU student, um, I'm going to throw this back to you. In many ways, your AU experience, although it's different and there have been some complications, you know, whether you're a student that has uh, a practicum or maybe there's an in-person lab that you're involved with or nurses that are on practicums. For the most part, when you think about sort of what's coming up and and planning and continuing to take courses, is it, do you kind of feel like it's business as usual for most AU students or um, what would be your take on that? I would say it's hard to say. Um, it's like, I know, and you and I have already talked about this, but from my perspective, it really is, you know, largely business as usual because I work at home, I homeschool my son, my partner also um, is at school at home with me here. So we're, we're already kind of living that lifestyle. But I know there are others who are, you know, frontline healthcare workers or other essential workers um, or individuals who are suddenly unemployed and having to homeschool their children or help support their, their children's homeschooling. Yeah. Um, and for them, I think this is a really different scenario. Yeah, 100%. You know, in a way, I want to give a lot of our colleagues across the province and the country uh, that are in students' associations and student unions at other colleges and universities across the country that are potentially having a very different experience than many AU students are having. And so it, it's hard not to throw a shout out to them uh, just because I know that uh, there are some hard times. Uh, you know, it's not like AU has 
a residence uh, where mm-hmm. we were having to empty the residence and send people home and international students not knowing where they're going to live. It's not like we had a campus that we had to close. Um, and although we do have uh, AU campuses, you know, their transition to uh, moving to a distance environment was was nothing compared to what the U of A or U of C or other colleges and universities are having to experience. And so a big shout out to a lot of those students that are feeling displaced and a lot of them that are suddenly going from a a campus model of education to an online uh, model of education. And uh, it's a unique experience. And, you know, we were using the word, you know, unprecedented earlier. And and there is no question that post-secondary is experiencing something uh, that is unique. And the fact that we've had to empty campuses across the country is, uh, is unreal. It's, um, yeah. you know, the fact that three, three or four weeks ago, we would have never fathomed what, you know, sort of where we're at today. For sure. I guess when another question I want to throw to you, and I guess this is really about looking at maybe the, the positive side of things. Do you think from your perspective that there are any opportunities that exist for, for AU students uh, in terms of, you know, work-life balance, family, school, you know, for AU students at this time? And, you know, is there or could there be a positive outcome for uh, a period of time when everybody is kind of being, say, forced to have a time out here? Yeah, I think, um, in my opinion, it's a good opportunity to try and make the best of the situation by engaging in activities that you're interested in but maybe you haven't had the opportunity to do in the past so that could be learning a new hobby or um, a skill Um, or it could mean um, catching up on socializing from a distance uh, with family or friends or I've even heard uh, some I think it was actually our it was it was our um, Alberta chief medical officer Dr. Hinshaw um, suggested that rather than visiting elderly uh, family members in senior homes, you, you can pick up the, the phone and give them a call um, and you can make that a part of your new everyday life, not just during a pandemic. Um, so I think that there definitely are sort of silver lining opportunities here that um, we can we can totally grab a hold of and make the best out of the situation. Um, and maybe engaging in a university course is a good way to do that for some people or maybe just managing your mental health taking it one day at a time Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe that's going to be a success or or a positive that you get out of this situation you know what if you want to make your grandparents whether it's a grandma grandpa aunt, uncle if you want to make their day write them a letter now Mm -hmm. canada post might say they're not going to get it for a month but um that would be uh that'll make their day when you think about the university and uh, and what's happening, why don't we uh, why don't we just try to brainstorm? Like I'm, I'm thinking about the implications for the university and and what what's happening uh, specifically at AU. Um, you know, I'm thinking. Obviously, these are uncertain times. Uh, there's uncertain enrollment, uh, so they're obviously kind of figuring out uh, what things look like. Uh, for the next couple of months here, and especially during a time when, you know, there are already budget concerns uh, that were uncertain and a lot of changes that were coming down the pipe from the 
Alberta provincial government. What are a couple of things that come to your mind, Natasha, when you think about the implications for the university during this time? I think like off the top of my head, I would say like on the outside or on the surface, it might appear like we don't have any challenges since we are such a distributed environment. But there were a lot of people prior to this pandemic who were working on our campuses. And so those individuals did have to make some kind of transition into an at-home environment. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah, a lot of our tutors and academic experts at AU don't just work at AU. They have jobs at other institutions as well. So they are having to deal with what we talked about earlier, which is where um, physical campuses across the country are having to shift into online learning, which, um, you know, halfway through a semester might not be the most ideal situation. Um, So, you know, some of those folks definitely are probably struggling with that. And they're also having to transition to working fully at home as well. Um, otherwise, I would say, you know, like travel, a lot of the travel that's been planned for the year is likely canceled or postponed uh, events, including a lot of our 50th anniversary events, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's, yeah, I'm sure there's challenges there as well. Um, but one one thing that specifically sticks out to me is our presence in the realm of research, uh, because there is usually a lot of travel associated with research, whether that's uh, kind of disseminating your results to the community or even just um, being able to access certain environments to carry out your research, um, that will all be affected as well. Um, So those are just a few things that come to mind for me. Yeah. And I think, you know, we kind of talked about this earlier, but student needs are still there. And again, AU students might be an exception to some of these comments, but in many ways, we're needing to adapt to whatever the new needs of students are during this time. And and I think that's a big challenge, uh, both for us here at AUSU, uh, but also for the university. I can't also help but, you know, you mentioned the 50th anniversary events. And of course, uh, convocation is going to uh, be uh, be a big mm-hmm. part of that. Uh, currently, convocation is set for the fall, and so hopefully by the time September October rolls around, you know maybe things have you know the dust has settled a little bit, and convocation will go off without a hitch. But you know we both know that convocation is a huge event here yeah. at AU and uh, is very meaningful for for students as they convocate, and uh, to lose that event or have it postponed would be. Uh, would be very unfortunate, to say the least. I just also want to mention a couple things that we're doing here at AUSU. And and again, it's about doing our part. And uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of things that are directly impacting students. And uh, for us here at, uh, at our office, all of our employees are working from home. Uh, we've developed work-at-home plans for everybody. And, and it's really about providing everybody with an opportunity to uh, self-isolate, to be with family, to look after, you know, whether it's a a dependent or a child who's not in school anymore. And so that that decision was made uh, a week ago. So we're technically actually going into our second week of working from home here. We also had a really successful Proctor U-Code giveaway uh, for students that are taking courses online. Uh, guess what? You got to write exams online sometimes. And uh, boy, did we ever have a, uh, an, a huge uptake. The students that were able to uh, obtain one of the Proctor U-Codes for an online exam through the newsletter notification, I had over 800 plus students engage. And uh, the, the giveaway, just all it did was showed us there's still need out there the needs are just different and now suddenly proctor u codes are are heavily sought after and are very valuable uh, to students that are needing to uh, you know rebook an exam or change from a paper exam to an online environment 
Natasha, from an advocating perspective, um, obviously we've been doing a lot of advocating here within the university. Do you want to just speak a little bit to some of the work that you've been doing? And uh, I'm kind of just throwing this at you, but specifically regarding like course extensions and, and financial aid and, of course, some of the advocating that we're doing with the government. Yeah, we've been we've been chatting with Athabasca University in order to determine uh, what kind of supports that we can gain for students, including the course uh, extensions, um, as well as help with rebooking exams and things like that. Um, we've also been advocating to the provincial government. Um, we've been we've been communicating the need for the moratorium on student financial aid repayment, uh, which was announced for um, Alberta student financial aid holders. Um, as well as we've been posing questions to the government about things like course extensions and how that will impact student funding for the upcoming semesters, because we definitely don't want to see students lose the funding that they're anticipating because of the pandemic, which could be a huge uh, financial blow to any uh, family or individual who is relying on those funds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've also been in partnership with CASA, who's our federal advocacy organization, the Canadian Alliance of Student Associations. We've been, through them, advocating to the federal government, uh, and there were some supports announced by the federal government for students, and uh, we're currently asking more questions about uh, student needs uh, to the federal government. And another thing that we've been doing is reaching out to other provincial lobby groups because we do serve students across the entire country. We have really solid relationships with our provincial government here, but um, we haven't been able to create that same level of relationship with other provincial governments. Um, and that is definitely something that we've been interested in doing. Uh, and I guess now is as good a time as any to uh, try to enter into that realm a little bit more and see how we can advocate for students who live in provinces like British Columbia and Ontario. So we've been able to reach out to some of their provincial lobby groups to see how we can support um, their the students who go to AU who live in in provinces outside of Alberta as well. Yeah, it's a great point. Um, the other thing I want to throw out there too is uh, for students to really keep an eye out for some information uh, that's going to be coming out regarding our LinkedIn learning uh, service that we offer students. So for the listeners that aren't aware, all the students at AU through the Students Union can access LinkedIn learning and uh, a lot of their uh, supplemental course development and videos uh, and a lot of that content, uh, we've been actually developing uh, content mapping uh, for specific LinkedIn learning courses that can be accessed uh, through our website. So um, again, those are just a couple different areas that AU students can kind of sort of tap into, uh, whether it's in supporting their current course load, um, maybe during a time, uh, you know, when, when they're looking for that additional support. So uh, I figured I would throw that in there as well. Before we leave this topic, I, I do want to throw one more thing at you. And specifically, you know, we were talking about implications for the university. I think, you know, we need to really talk about some of these implications for AU students and 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 what's been happening from their perspective. I'll maybe kick us off here, Natasha, and, you know, highlight a couple things that come to my mind first. Obviously, finances are a huge element uh, of what an AU student is planning ahead for and, uh you know, the uncertainty around course completions. And, you know, if I can't finish an exam and I can't finish the course, you know, how do I move on to the next one? And so, you know, whether it's 
you know, prerequisites, or maybe the course I'm taking now is a prerequisite for a future course. What comes to your mind, uh, again, from, uh, from the perspective of an AU student and the implications of this? I think a big one for me is that if you're a funded student and you do require a course extension because you're dealing with the fallout of this pandemic, um, if, if you have another semester coming up, uh, what does that mean for the funding for that upcoming semester? And I'm saying this as an Alberta student because that's the system I know best. I know here in Alberta, if you do require a course extension for your first semester of funding, they cancel the second semester. If that's the case during this pandemic, then, you know, a lot of families, I already mentioned this, but they rely heavily on that financial aid and they depend on it coming in when they when they get the schedule of payment. So they know ahead of time when those payments will be in their bank account. Yeah, that's right. So that's, you know, thousands of dollars of money that uh, they could potentially be losing on. But I also think other implications are, you know, you already sort of touched on course completion and things like that. But all in-person course components are paused, at least for the time being. So in-person labs, things like that. So I'm not sure how the university is going to respond to that uh, right at this moment, but um, I would imagine that those are topics that are being discussed. Otherwise, I think we've already touched on a lot of them, like convocation is another great example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But then there's things outside of coursework itself as well. Like a lot of parents are now at home with their children, having to uh, help support their children in in homeschooling and also either working from home or or dealing with uh, the the being laid off from a position due the due to the pandemic as well and yeah absolutely um, and having to navigate this new daily life yeah and I I don't I just I I can't say enough about the stresses that come along with this and I mean um, we joke around about toilet paper but at the end of the day I think what we're talking about are uh, necessities of life that are sort of part of our routine, you know, so when you interrupt uh, that routine, uh, it does cause stress. And so um, the one thing that you're going to find out more uh, on the AU website and on the AUSU website within those links are additional mental health support, you know, sort of pulling everybody in and and making sure that everybody's looked after and that their health is looked after during this time. So um, I know for a fact that we would definitely uh, we're here for students if they need to reach out to us as well as reach out to the to the Homewood Health team. I know that there are professionals there that are uh, available 24-7, uh, whether it's via email or phone, uh, and there's some really great resources there for students. Well, Natasha, I really appreciate you uh, spending some time with me today to sort of uh, comb over the multitude of topics that are currently being addressed by the coronavirus Um, the way we introduced the podcast today, uh, was really looking at this like, a, um, almost like a once in a lifetime moment of, of this experience. And you want to go back to the early 1900s, the last time that there was a pandemic and the fact that we're now in 2020, uh, I think it just, it speaks to, uh, the level of importance that is being placed on the pandemic and, and the actions that we take. And so I appreciate you kind of hanging out with me today and, and talking a little bit about it. The last thing I'm going to leave for students uh, is if there are any additional questions uh, related to AU, uh, we definitely want to encourage you to email uh, COVID at AthabascaU.ca. That's C-O-V-I-D 
at athabascau.ca. And a member of the AU staff uh, will be answering questions as quickly as possible. Uh, the one thing that I have uh, been made aware of is due to volume, uh, they're requesting that any COVID-19 questions go through and they want those to be funneled through the COVID email address rather than phoning the information center. So uh, be sure to include your full name and student ID number. And uh, I know for a fact that the AU team of staff are are there to support and and want to ensure that every single AU student uh, is looked after during this time. And uh, will it have a, maybe a bump in the road? Sure. Uh, but I guess that's where everybody's got to step up and and do their part to ensure that uh, we get through this quickly and efficiently. And uh, like I said, um, I've got a lot of golf to play over the summer, so uh, I'm really hoping that uh, in a short period of time uh, we can sort of get things back to normal. And again, thanks for hanging out with us, Natasha. Anytime. All right, we'll uh, have a good one, and uh, we'll sign off. Uh, stay safe and uh, wash your hands, self-isolate, and practice all the things that are going to help us get through this together. Uh, Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now.